Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. It's the five o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me. Well, we just have the rest of today and then three days next week of uh, signing off our AM signal at 5.30. And uh, beginning Thursday of next week, we get our full day back. We don't sign off until 6 o'clock. That's Thursday of next week. The um, long winter sojourn is just about over. Thank you for your patience. Uh, Anyway, it's Open Phone Friday. We can talk about anything you want to talk about. My number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. And right out of the gate, we've got Paul in Grove City on an Open Phone Friday. Paul, welcome. Welcome. You're on the air. Hey, my buddy, hey, my pal, Paul, Paul, buddy, Paul. Pal, buddy. <laughs> hey, man, hey, before I get into my topic of discussion, I just wanted to say real quickly that the interviews you did with Frank LaRosa and also Jeff Allen were two of the best interviews that I've heard with with them, Bob. Oh, well, and thank I you. Not with them, but I mean, just, yeah. boy, those were just really good interviews. But uh, anyway, oh. my topic, my topics are the uh, so where does this leave Trump? Well, Trump with not with this this latest decision, but you think Nikki Haley is sticking around? That if he is indicted, I mean, would would the other candidates still be included on the ballot? I mean, you know what I'm trying to say here, Bob. You know, Paul, we are in such unprecedented territory. I mean, we are. That's why a year ago I said this was going to be the most unusual presidential election, primary election and general election in American history. And it is getting more and more bizarre almost every day. There are so many variables, Paul. I don't know why Nikki Haley's sticking around. Uh, She's got to be hoping that Donald Trump is convicted of something and ruled ineligible or whatever, because she knows she doesn't have a chance to be the nominee unless something dramatic happens to Donald Trump. And when this whole primary thing began, I really thought that she was running for vice president. I think she's burned that bridge. Uh, I mean, she has questioned the mental ability of Donald Trump. Um, You know, she's implied that he's old and senile. Uh, I don't think she would have a chance in the world to be his VP nominee. Uh, So I don't know what her strategy is. I don't know what her end game is. She is kind of the John Kasich of Republicans, um, yeah. you know, she's not really a conservative at all. Uh, I think she used to be. I I don't know what happened to her. I, I mean, if you, if you look at her track record as governor, 
of South Carolina. Um, she certainly seemed to be a conservative. Uh, she's not anymore. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't get it, Paul. I don't understand it, and I, I don't know what her end game is. I don't know what her strategy is. So before I, I know time is now not here, but uh, what is, what's your thoughts about what's going on down south in Mexico? I mean, that thing is really starting to really concern me, Bob, with that whole. Well, mean, could we actually have a um, the ben, Benny Johnson? He's a guy that's on a podcast. He interviewed the AG of Texas. I guess it was yesterday, and it was an interesting interview to say the least. Yeah. Of what that all could turn out to be. I mean, can can the Supreme Court act fast enough to try to, you know, stifle that down a little bit, simmer it down, whatever? Well, the the, the, su- the Supreme Court has already acted on the uh, razor wire thing and ruled in favor of yeah. Biden. Um. And and back. Governor Governor Abbott has basically said, uh, "I don't care. Uh, yeah. We have a right to defend our people. We have a right to defend our state. the uh, The executive branch of the federal government is supposed to have the responsibility of protecting America." And Governor Greg Abbott has said they have absolutely abandoned that. And so he said, if they won't, we will. And I don't know, you know, what's Biden going to do? Have Governor Abbott arrested? I can't imagine that happening. I don't think. Uh, I don't think he's going to have Abbott arrested. But Abbott has certainly called his bluff. Not only are they not cutting the the razor wire, they're putting up more razor wire. So... I mean, it is a real showdown, almost unlike we anything we have seen for at least 50, 60, 70 years, where a couple of states have taken on the federal government and have dug in their heels and said, uh, we're going to do whatever we have to do to protect our people. And, and, and Paul, I don't understand... Biden's poll numbers on handling the border are abysmal. They're terrible. You would think that if even for purely political reasons for the next election, Joe Biden would come out and be tough on the border. He's not. He's not. He is literally opening the door wide open for illegal immigrants to come across the southern border. And so his his poll numbers on the border are already in the toilet, uh, and I, it it just seems like he doesn't care. I don't know. It's just bizarre. It's weird. Strange. Yeah. Well, do we even have a border down south? That was on Fox today too, Bob. Well, I mean, not really... not recently. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not recently. Um, and I think unless something happens, it's going to hurt the Democrats dramatically in the upcoming election, not only in the presidential election, but I think in the Senate as well. Because uh, according to a Harris poll, uh, I think this is Friday, I think it was the beginning of this week, the number one concern of American voters is the border. Number one, even above the economy. 
Um, And the Democrats are not polling well at all. So in just so many ways, it just doesn't make sense, Paul. It really doesn't politically, morally, ethically. It just so many things about it that it just defies reason, common sense, and the law, I think. So we'll see. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Right. It's going to be it's going to be a wild ride. Yeah, you got that, man. You said that right. Yeah. All right, buddy. Always uh, good talking to you. All right, you opinion. as well. All right. All right. Bye-bye. All right, and we need to take a break. My number 877-BOB-LIVE. Hey, it's Open Phone Friday. Like I said, we can talk about anything. We've talked about the border. We've talked about Trump. We've talked about all kinds of things. 877-BOB-LIVE. Stay with me. We'll be right back. that makes a difference makes a difference this is bob bernie live i learned a lesson a long time ago well to be really honest i'm still learning this lesson and that lesson is you need to determine what are the hills you're willing to die on learn that as a parent Oh, yeah, Joy and I had three teenagers. You learn very quickly. What are the hills that you die on? When you got kids that are like two years old, I will never, I will always, I will never, I will always. And then the kids get to be teenagers. And yeah, uh Uh, when I was a very, very young pastor, I will never, I will always, I will never, I will always. And then after several years, Facing circumstances, different people, family situations with other families, and so on. Uh, You have to determine what are the deep, deep, deep biblical convictions that you absolutely, positively will not compromise on. Everything else, well, you have convictions, you have strong feelings, you have strong opinions. But you don't break fellowship with other people over things that are not a hill to die on, that are not necessarily black and white biblically. I thought of that when I came across this story today. Most of you are familiar with Alistair Begg. Alistair Begg has been pastor of Parkside Church in Cleveland for many years, And his radio program, Truth for Life, is carried by almost 2,000 radio stations. Um, I think Alistair Begg is one of the finest Bible teachers today. Uh, I've heard him teach on many occasions. I went to Israel with him, heard him teach and preach in Israel. Uh, We've had him here twice, I think, for pastor's meetings. I've heard him preach in other places. I have always 
been blessed and challenged. Um, I was part of a breakfast down at the State House. Wow, that was just a couple of months ago. And Alistair Begg was one of the speakers. Great. That's why I was a little shocked. Came across this article today. Many of you are familiar with the American Family Network, a fellow Christian radio network. I don't know how many stations they own, but they are a large, vibrant Christian radio network, American Family Radio. Well, Alistair, pardon me, Alistair Begg has been on American Family Radio for a long time. He's been kicked off. He's been dropped. He's been kicked off, thrown off the air on American Family Radio. Well, I saw this and I thought, whoa, what did he do? Well, here's what he did. Uh, Someone came across a podcast from last September. Yeah, this just rose to the surface. and That's why, folks, today, nothing you say ever goes away. It'll be recorded by somebody. It'll be put on video. And a hundred years from now, somebody will dig it up. And Well, anyway, Alistair Begg, in a podcast last September, was asked by a listener. She said to Alistair Begg, she was a grandmother, and her grandson was, quote, about to be married to a trans gender person. And the grandmother said, should I attend the wedding? I love my grandson, but I don't want to condone his sin. I love my grandson. I want to support him. I want him to know that I love him no matter what he does, but I don't want to condone the sin. He's marrying a transgender individual, etc., etc., etc. So what should I do? All right, let me pause just for a moment. Christians are facing this exact same question constantly. It's not something that Christians would even have to consider 20 years ago. Now it's happening all the time. Parents, homosexual son, lesbian daughter, they're getting married. Do I go? What is my attitude? I want them to know that I love them, but do I condone their behavior by attending the wedding? Am I condoning the behavior, or am I just saying, hey, I love you, I've already told you I don't agree, but I'm here because I love you? And listen, let me give you my personal opinion on this. This is a decision that you and God have to make alone. This very question is raging on a pastor's email list that I'm a part of. And I mean it is raging. The pastors are not calling each other nasty names, but they have taken sides and they're absolutely certain. I am right. I would not attend. You cannot attend. You should not attend. If you attend, you become a part of their sin. You're condoning their sin. That's terrible. It's horrible. You've compromised your faith, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
And then there are other godly pastors who love God just as much as the other side saying, Jesus loved the sinner. He ate with the sinners. He went into the house of the publicans. And if we go, we are simply saying, I love you. We're not condoning it. We're not telling them it's okay. We're just expressing Christ-like love. Okay? I don't think there is a definitive answer. I don't. And I don't think it's a hill to die on. Well, to the story. Alistair Begg said, go! This will be an opportunity to build a gospel bridge to your grandson. Go! Tell your grandson that you love him. You're not telling him that you're condoning it, but you need to go because he may need you, and you are building a bridge to present him the gospel. Okay? Well, American Family Radio said, uh, 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 noob, 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 uh, uh, no. And they've kicked him off the air. Now, I don't know anybody in American Family Radio. I have great respect for them, but I think they've made a bad decision. This is not a heaven or hell decision. This is not a salvation decision. I think the issue of homosexuality, same-sex, that is an, that's a hill to die on. What our personal position is, the position of our church, etc., that is a hill to die on. How we respond to loved ones, however, I don't think that's a hill to die on. And I think many Christians who love God, love his word, are going to read the word, pray, and come to different conclusions. It's tough. It's hard. And I don't think there are any easy answers. And uh, I don't know that I agree with Alistair Begg on this, but I wouldn't break fellowship over it. And I think American Family Radio has made a mistake, I think. All right, we'll be back. 